When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We are still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said, Let's get this episode started. So, uh, Howler. Yeah. Um, you know, every day I'm out on the mail route and I see some people have some strange, strange pets. Okay. In fact, uh, there was one day I, I, I got up on somebody's porch, was putting mail in the mailbox, and I heard, I heard a, the bleeding of a little lamb. And I turned around. <laughs> Around that somebody had a had a had a had a lamb mm-hmm. as a pet at a little <laughs> in town in town. I won't even go into here in the rooster crow on uh, Reed Street in Besire. Somebody's got a rooster in their backyard in town. So uh, I can't imagine what you got out there in your neck of the woods that people have for pets. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because the last few, it's just. It seems the last few years people have been enthralled with chickens, right? I mean, you know, everywhere you go, people oh, are yeah. raising their own eggs or they got my brown girl, eggs my, for sale. My girls raised chickens. Took yeah, so, yeah. You know, when, when I was in uh, Minneapolis, 
they had passed the city ordinance, you could have chickens, but you couldn't have roosters. And now, <laughs> yeah, and now a lot of towns got you know chickens, but not roosters. But you know, um, I, uh, I, I when when I was growing up, my grandma not only did she have uh, chickens, but she had guineas and turkeys and guinea. I always wanted, I want, I would have guineas right now, but I'm afraid my bird dogs would kill them. But, uh, I, I had a, uh, I had, a, I had a funeral this weekend and I run into my cousins. Now I got some cousins that, I mean, they're the real deal when it comes to country boys and, you know, the story I'm about to tell is his story. And I, I begged him to be on the podcast, but he does not, he just won't do it. You know what I mean? He won't do it. He's afraid, uh, you know, he's sitting there, I'm sitting at a table with uh, two or three cousins. We're all cousins, right? Yeah. And he's, now he's told the story. He's told the story up at the front of the, my, I mean, my aunt is laying in an open casket and he tells this story. I, I don't know how he got into a story, but so he tells a story and as he's winding up the story, I'm getting there. So I don't get the whole thing. So they wanted to retell it. So, so he retold it after the uh, funeral over dinner. He told me that, you know, two thirds of the story until I told him I wanted to be on the podcast. He said, I oh, mean, I don't, I don't, you have people out there making fun of me all over the country. And I don't know if I can handle that. And I said, you know, first of all, you don't know, right? Yeah. I think I tried, he's giving us way too much credit. Right. And I told him, I said, you know, you, there's a lot of people that are driving a crappy car to a crappy job. And the five or ten minutes they listen to a good story, you've helped them out, right? I said, so for your fellow man, you need to tell the story. That's right. And he says, I, I mean, I don't think I can do it. So sitting right next to him is a cousin and I said, how many times, uh, Brandon, have you heard the story? And he said, I've heard it 15 times. I said, you can tell it just as good. And he said, I think I can tell it. This is good. I said, good. This is the way the entertainment business works. I'm just going to have him hire, tell your story. And, and that kind of caused a little brouhaha. So, but I'm going to try to tell it and, and I'm hoping I can get it cause I can't do it. Right. I can't do it. You know, I play a redneck on TV, but when you hear a, a real, country orator or, or, or country philosopher, they're just better at it. You know what I mean? They're just better. At <laughs> so it. there's somebody in your family better than you at being there's, a country or orator. There's 15 or 20. I mean, I got an uncle, I got an uncle that, uh, you know, I got an uncle that did, that could opine with, I mean, he would be a, I don't even know who he would be. Cause there's nobody. He's out like here. the will. He's like the will Rogers. Oh, well, he, but he met a lot of people he didn't like. That's the problem. He never, <laughs> never met a woman he didn't like. That would be his handle. You know what I mean? He never met a woman he didn't like. And uh, Are you glad I didn't say Roy Rogers? Well, you know, I know the difference between the two of them, you know? So, uh, yeah. You know, I, just, I was just down at Will Rogers. I was in Oklahoma a couple weekends ago down at uh, uh, downtown Oklahoma City hanging out. But that's a whole other story. So this is a story. He owns 40 acres. There's a bunch of federal U.S. Forest Service. The Mark Twain National Forest runs right through the middle of Missouri. And back in the old days when they were compiling this, this, this land, you could sell it to the government or keep it. And the smart people kept these little plots of land. You know what I'm saying? So he's got 40 acres that's been in his family for quite a while. I mean, his... Mother is my dad's little sister. 
but he's got 40 acres surrounded by U.S. Forest Service ground, thousands of acres of it. And there's a little, he's at the very end of the road. So right next to his property, the feds built this parking lot, you know, so people can drive all the way down there and park and, and they hunt and they mushroom hunt and they forest walk and they do whatever they do, right? So he's got this big white tame turkey. And I'm throwing it out there right off the bat that it's a white turkey. But it's a white tame turkey. And I'm sure some of you guys know what a big domestic turkey would look like. It like a giant chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He exactly. loves his turkey. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's got animals out yeah. in the yard, and he's feeding chickens and turkeys. And, and you know, he's got a couple of horses and a mule and some hogs or whatever, you know, just a country guy. And uh, he gets out there to feed that turkey one morning it, last spring. Well, you know, six, eight months ago. And usually that turkey's Johnny on the spot right there at the porch. But he could hear it gobbling right down out of the yard, kind of down in the woods. And it's going away from him. And it's going toward this parking lot. And he, at about the time he realizes what's happening, kaboom! Somebody's done shot his pet turkey. Mm. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't Thanksgiving? No, it's spring turkey season. And what happened is some urban hunters have come out there and decided they're going to take up turkey hunting. They buy a turkey tag, a turkey call, and a shotgun. And that's how easy it is out there, right? You just drive it into the road. You hear this turkey. This old boy gets out there and calls a little bit. And he's so so new to this turkey hunting. His girlfriend's in the car. So my cousin runs out there in a pair of flip-flops and, and, and pajamas and gets in a confrontation with this gal in the car about her boyfriend. He, he's flying off the handle because this precious turkey that he has raised from a poult has, has now been viciously murdered out there. And he is causing such a ruckus, the guy with the shotgun won't approach him or his own car. Does that make sense? My <laughs> exactly. crazy cousin... My crazy cousin is up there at his car saying, you just shot my effing turkey. And this guy is saying, buddy, I'm out here turkey hunting. I don't know. You know, it's a turkey. He said, it's effing white turkey. And, and the guy says, well, I thought it was albino. And then my cousin, you know, just how, how fucking stupid are you? You know what I mean? It's a white turkey. So I guess the girlfriend scooted over in the car. He, my cousin's trying to get, he's got a flip phone. He don't have a smartphone. He's got a flip phone. He's trying to call 911. He can't get it to work. <laughs> this guy wants to leave, but my cousin won't let him. The girlfriend slides over and she's going to drive off. And my cousin beats on the window and says, don't, don't. Don't drive away, lady. My girlfriend's got you in my sights on my deer rifle right now. <laughs> so she called 911 and said, hey, I'm out here. My boyfriend shot this turkey, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, of course, the cops heard, deputies heard it was my cousin's address, and they've had a few meetings with him before, so they know where it's at. And they drove down there. They actually didn't really want to drive, and they sent the game warden down there. And he ended up having to, and, and it, they, the guy didn't approach. Now this guy's armed with a shotgun. He's killed his turkey. He will not even approach 
the park and come into the parking lot all the way or approach his car because he's so scared of my cousin standing there going off the deep end on it. But <laughs> illness, pet turkey. Clyde was the turkey's name. Clyde. Clyde was the turkey's name. Yep. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. and I can't. That's the abbreviated version. I can't tell the good version because uh, you know he tells it a lot better than me. I'm just telling his story, and it's hard to tell somebody else's story. So, so the game warden, what the game warden, what they ended up doing is they made, they told this old boy, Hey, you just shot a domestic animal and, and you're going to have to pay restitution. I think they gave him $150 or what he's supposed to pay. And that guy was mad about it. The turkey hunter was mad because he thought he was genuinely killing a, 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 a real turkey. I mean, he was going to be turkey hunter and he shot this tame turkey blowing my cousin. Mm-hmm. That's kind of stuff happens out here. I mean, people think it's the cakewalk out here in the country. You know, those people in town, they think, well, I'm going to buy 40 acres and move out there to the country and and live a peaceful life. And you, can, you can't because you never know when somebody's going to come in and shoot your turkey or, or something. When I was a kid, my old man had jackass mules. I don't know if I ever told you guys that or not. But my old man had jackasses mules. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I remember about Yeah. yeah. I was 11 or 12 years old. Somebody shot, the neighbor shot my old man, one of my old man's mules. And I never could figure out, it was right next to the fence, how they can mistake a big old sorrel mule like that. What they think they were shooting? They never come over to the land. I mean, they never come up and said, I shot the mule. I don't know if they thought they were shooting a deer. Now, personally, I think they shot it maliciously because they didn't realize the morning brays every morning were jackasses, not mules. Cause people mules don't bray as much as a jackass. You got a good jackass. They'll, they'll, they're like a rooster every morning. And so I think these naive people shot a mule thinking they were shooting a jackass. So the brays never went away, but I've never <laughs> forgot. You, know, you just don't know these folks come out here to the country and want to just, just do whatever. And it's just, it's wild out here. You know, it's wild. But well, we ain't got Antifa. Uh, ain't got, oh God! Hey, well, for our for our, our listeners all over the world, there is a difference between a uh, regular turkey that you eat for Thanksgiving and one that's a wild turkey. So you know, domesticated at, in a wild turkey. There's a difference. <laughs> well, there's wild turkeys that are domesticated, but you don't True. have them as pets. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It all depends. So. All depends on the size of the corn pile you're feeding them from. Yeah, no. well, that's right. You know, and my cousin was starting to tell that story that first time I barely heard part of it. And I thought, well, maybe it was just a, I, I thought it was a wild turkey that he was feeding and made it so tame. You know, because some people out here, what they'll do is they'll feed these deer and the deer won't be scared of people. And then first time deer season rolls around bow season, some kid goes and shoots it. You know what I mean? Right. I thought it would be one of them deals. And I said, it's, you know, it was a wild turkey that you were just feeding. He said, "No, it was a big white one." <laughs> that would, that'd be like that'd be like going squirrel hunting in a park where the where the old guy sits on the bench and feeds squirrels all day. Right? You know, yeah. That'd be terrible. Yeah. That's right. That'd you know. Terrible. That's right. Hey, so the moral of the story is when you get your hunting license and you go out to the country, know what you're shooting at, right? Well, hey, the moral of the story is if it's if it's if it's too easy to be true, it it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if it's too easy to be true. It is, <laughs> and that goes for and, life hey, in general. That's right. Love or turkeys. If it's too <laughs> easy to be, if it's too easy, <laughs> good to be true. It usually is. But too easy, it's probably not right. Words of wisdom. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.